Okay, uh, so just at the very beginning before I speak today, um, Kathy uh, Whittier shared a video with, video with me during the week that I was watching there and it was lovely. And it's a tribute to Her Majesty the Queen, but in particular, her faith. And it's been, it's Catherine Jenkins singing, it's been written by some Christians in the UK regarding her faith and, and obviously her passing now. And it, I just think it's really lovely. And it ties in with also, we, we need to acknowledge these things that are happening in our nation at this time. And 1 Timothy 2 tells us to pray for all kings, all those in authority over us. And that's a Christian thing to do, to pray for our, our nations, our rulers and our authorities and pray that we may live godly and peaceful lives. So just also remember today, there's a lot of people without hope because they don't know Jesus yet. And that's what I'm going to be speaking about today. And what that means to have faith in Jesus or what it means to have a hope. And praise the Lord that by all accounts, Her Majesty the Queen had that hope. So I'm just going to pray and then we're going to watch this video, okay? Father God, I thank you for what you want to say today. We just pray that you would speak clearly, Father. Just the word you want us to hear. Father, I pray for every one of us in here that we might know you more, Father. That we might love you more. And that understand and apply what you're saying to us. Forgive us our sins, Lord. Forgive us those things that we know are not pleasing to you. But thank you for the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross at Calvary. That when we trust in him and confess our sins, he is faithful and he is just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. What a saviour. And I pray today, Father, you'll help us to live in the in the joy of that, but also the challenge of that, the hope that you've called us into, the hope that you've given to us. Just pray you'd speak now, help the kids next door, Father, and also help us, we pray, in the hall, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, that's lovely, isn't it? Nice tribute. And you know, that song is called um, Tears and Celebration. And it's very true when there's a life that has been valuable to you and someone that you love, even at a distance, like so our queen, and we can admire that life. There comes a natural human tears and, and sadness. But praise the Lord that when you introduce to that life, saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we don't need to mourn in the same way as the world mourns our passage today. If you want, if you have a Bible, it's 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and it'll be verse 13 to 18. And the theme is hope together. Hope together. Um, I'll just move on to... There, just read the passage once you've had time to turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. 
For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. And we do pray that that would be true for us today, that the Lord might bless you and encourage you with what we read in his word. You know, that hope together, that um, logo that you see there is, is an organization based in the UK that's been around for a, a period of time. And I was looking up what their vision statement was, and it says, hope together is a catalyst to bring churches together in the UK to transform our communities in our villages, towns, and cities. Our vision is a praying, growing church that makes Jesus known together with words and with action. And it talks about demonstrating God's love, telling of his message, and bringing hope in that message and in, in our words and in our actions to our local communities. This is what they've currently got on their website on the, on the sort of top left-hand side, a tribute like many have to the Queen. But this organisation, being a Christian organisation, has, has said, our faithful Queen, faithful to the end, words and action to make Jesus known. It's true, isn't it? We say things with our words and people remember likes of the Queen with her words and the speeches and the lovely things she said. But what's been really touching is people watch your kindness to them. And they, you hear so many testimonies coming through, don't you, in these days, of many people who have met the Queen and who have experienced her kindness to them, taking time to speak to them, taking time to ask them questions, taking time to express love. So people have seen a character trait in her. And I would suggest to you that character trait points to, this, to the Saviour that she believed in. Her words and her actions. And praise the Lord that the Queen didn't hold back with her words. That she spoke clearly about her faith in Jesus and didn't hide it from us. Declared her need for it. Proclaimed the name of Jesus. But also demonstrated the character that's behind that. The hope that she has to help make Jesus known to others. There's wonderful resources. I was over in Edinburgh yesterday and New Beginnings was being thanked, Cathy, for this. And I think it was you that came up with this. Found this was not somebody else. Anyway, this is from Hope Together and we got, was it Nicola? Thank you, Nicola, my wonderful wife. <laughs> <laughs> so because of you, a whole bunch of other churches are using this resource, apparently because uh, folks in Scotland hadn't all heard about this. And this was part of the Queen's Jubilee to celebrate the 70 years of service. It's a wonderful book based, it's lovely, glossy, well produced. It's only a pound per copy for churches to order. So again, we've got a bundle there and you're free to take those. And when I was in Edinburgh yesterday, we were being thanked as a church for, for telling lots of other churches about this material. And they were, they were basically saying, what a wonderful opportunity to use this now, even more now even more now as something to say, look, here's, here's 
the aspect of the of the Queen's faith and folks that want to understand more about that. Lovely, isn't it? Yes. The way God works through situations and the way some of these local organisations are working to help spread that good news. Let me just move on to the next slide, please. Okay, so very simple message, but you know, messages can be really simple, but they don't actually, we don't actually take them in and apply them. <laughs> you know, do you agree with me? Yes. We can say things over and over again, but we don't always experience the fullness of what's there for us. So I just want to speak what might appear to be a simple message, but I believe it's key uh, for us every day, but particularly at this kind of time. So first of all, I want to say that our belief unlocks hope. Belief unlocks hope. Where did I get that from? Go back to what's on the screen, 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 13. Brothers and sisters, so this is speaking to Christians, speaking to Christians who believe in Jesus. We don't want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. So this, in the context of speaking to Christians, you understand? Yes? Because you don't automatically have this hope, but this is saying, for those of you that trust in Jesus as your personal saviour, if believers, if believers pass away and they fall to sleep in the Lord, then we don't need to grieve like the rest of mankind. Does that make sense? So folks trust in Jesus, and they pass away. I know this is a difficult subject, so but we need to speak about death, don't we? We need to speak about it. The Bible speaks a lot about it. And often these verses are read at funerals, but we need to read them before those times and make sure that we understand the hope to which God has called us to and make our decisions for him. Does that make sense? So what is that belief in? For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. God sent his one and only son, John 3.16. So familiar, but so many don't know it. So many don't know it. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but will have everlasting life. Amen. We believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. We trust that folks who have trusted and believe in Jesus will be with him. Are you encouraged? That belief brings hope. What is belief? Belief is a trust or a faith or a confidence. And in the Christian sense, belief is targeted. It's a faith or confidence in God's son, Jesus as our own personal saviour, the one who forgives us of our sins and we receive a gift of heaven and a gift of eternal life to be with God forever. I look around the room today, do you have that faith? If you do, it should be bringing you hope. It's true, it's real, it's immovable. So belief unlocks hope. Hope unlocks encouragement. Who needs encouragement? I need it. Anyone else need it? 
you can be so, you know, circumstances and just world events can make you so discouraged, can't it? But the key here is, where is our ultimate hope? We've just spoken there about our hope as Christians being in and targeted in belief in Jesus, not in belief in anyone else, not in belief in any other power, not in belief of any other circumstance. But if our belief is targeted towards Jesus and it's real, we have a hope that's immovable. The hymn writer says, On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Who are you building your life on? The Bible tells us the only way you can truly have joy and peace and salvation is in faith in Jesus Christ. Now, you have, could be everybody in this room has believed that. <coughs> But we have to encourage, why is it that, why is it that the, this is written to a Christian church? I believe it's because we need to be continually reminded and encouraged in the Lord because when all is changing and things are happening and life is difficult, it's about remembering and encouraging ourselves, encouraging one another with the truth of our faith. There's a purpose to it, as well as encouraging us, there's a purpose to it, which I'll get to in a minute. There's another purpose to it. But it's about encouraging each other. The key here of encouraging each other with the hope we have together in Christ for our salvation and for eternal life. I do hope you're encouraged today. This is not me speaking at you. You know that, right? Church is supposed to be a family, and I hope you feel that way. And it's about trying to teach us how to connect with God in a better way and how to navigate the difficulties of life. Church is not a program, church should be a people. To care. Does that make sense? Care about each other. We've got plenty of programs. Turn on your TV. Plenty of events. But we need a place where there's a family and there's a people who can encourage each other. Hallelujah. So belief unlocks hope. Hope unlocks our encouragement. And encouragement unlocks evangelism. It says earlier on in 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 8, it says the Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, your faith in God has became known everywhere. Therefore we do not need to say anything about it, for they themselves report what kind of reception you gave us. They tell us how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his Son from heaven whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the coming wrath. Wouldn't that be a lovely thing for the folks in Moody'sburn to be saying about us and in Cumbernauld and Steps, the Lord's message rang out from you in your beginnings. Rang out. Not only in Moody'sburn, in Cumbernauld. Your, your faith in God has become known everywhere. How does that happen? It comes by telling, telling others of the hope we have in Christ. In Romans it says, how will they know the good news unless somebody tells them? How precious are the feet of those who bring, finish that, good news. That was our first message in the Pivot Centre many years ago. It's still true today. Who brings the good news? You and I. It's from Jesus, it's about Jesus, but it's you and I 
that's commissioned in faith to go and tell other people about it in a very simple, straightforward way. Tell them. That's what evangelism means. And it's not something for an evangelist that speaks from a platform. We are all supposed to be doing that. Tell them. Always be ready to give an answer for the hope you have. Encouraged? I can tell you New Beginnings does have a good reputation, and I'm not saying that just to make you feel better. But I hear good things about the fellowship here in our community from the church up the road, and that's good reputation, but let's keep working on that. Let's make sure that everybody that we meet sees by our words and by our actions this true faith in Jesus and sees the character displayed of him. The lovely song that we heard there had these words in it called Tears and Celebration. It says, in these days of change and trial, be the rock, it's God, on which we stand. When we fear in this new season, hold us firmly in your hands. May we rise to her example to be humble, humble, kind and fair, swift to pray and slow to anger, choosing faith and not despair. There's a lot of actual biblical truth in there as well, although that's not scripture, it's written by Christians. God is our unchanging rock. The salvation, his character and his message of salvation does not change. When we trust in Jesus, we're in the Father's hands and he never lets us go, scripture. Being humble, kind and fair are fruits of the Spirit <laughs> and expected of all Christians and part of becoming more like Jesus every day. Being called to pray and being slow to anger is biblical and true. Important to ask God on a daily basis, just like the Lord's Prayer given to us that's on the wall there. Choosing faith and not despair. You know, I think despair is, is the opposite of hope. Because when we're despairing, our heads are down. <coughs> And we're thinking about our circumstances and we're thinking about the natural difficulties of life and it feels like the weight of the world is on our shoulders you ever felt that way that's, that's a natural thing and it's also part of the reason why we have to pray every day and ask for god's will to be done and god to help us and forgive us and strengthen us by his spirit because life does that to you your own mistakes hurt from other people discouragements grieving different things despair tends to do that and you feel burdened and head down but praise the lord on a daily basis there is strength available for you and i if we know jesus and we're praying and we're asking for his strength to be able in our life i hope you're really encouraged are you because it is a choice to believe it's a choice to pray pray and when you do that, the despair will lift. The despair starts to lift it. The hope is restored. And we sang it a little bit earlier, and we're going to sing it in closing, but the hymn writer says, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness, his sacrifice for us, and his perfection. Jesus lived the perfect life that you and I can't live so that we can receive his perfect life. We can receive it by faith, not by works. 
And you know, we are encouraged in that when we first become a Christian, but then life hits and our faith gets affected and things are tough. But we need to remember, no merit of my own I claim, but I wholly trust in Jesus' name today, just like on the first day I trusted in him. And when all around is changing, the Lord never changes. He loves you all every day. He's always loved you. It's a very simple message, but if we could understand this more, if we could trust in this message more, then it will make us stronger in the Lord to be able to tell the person that we meet when we walk out this door the reason for the hope that we have, that life's circumstances may be coming down heavy on us, but our hope in the Lord and our faith in Jesus is taking us to a place where our heads are raised to him, we praise him, we're able to, we're able to move on with him. Belief unlocks hope, hope unlocks encouragement, encouragement unlocks evangelism. And there is the ultimate hope, 1 Thessalonians 4, 17, and we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Amen. I just pray that as we, as lovely folks, chat after the service, isn't it, and encourage each other, let's just focus on the, these verses today, but not just for today, for tomorrow and the next day. When you think about facing death and grief and all of these things, Focus on your faith in the Lord Jesus and focus on making sure that we are encouraging each other in the Lord. We're encouraging one another and we're able to, in that encouragement, share it with those that need to hear the same message. Okay? And I'm excited because I believe, uh, I agree with what Kathy was saying, that the Lord is moving amongst communities and churches at this time, but it needs churches who are encouraging themselves in the Lord, who are really believing the truth of this and really living in the truth of that so that when we share it, it's authentic and it's real. Make sense? Yes? I'm just going to pray for us all right now. Father God, I thank you for everybody here. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will bring encouragement through faith in you, Lord. Father, there are so many things that happen in life and even right now there are so many things that folks will be thinking about. I pray we'll be able to hear your voice in these days, God. I pray that you will speak to us, Father, and encourage us. Father, I pray for this church, and I just pray for those who may, may be grieving at this time, maybe think things at this time just are really difficult in that area. And I pray in the name of Jesus for healing. I pray in the name of Jesus for you to provide strength and comfort for us, Lord. Comfort. And I pray that as a fellowship and as a church, you might help us to speak to those in our local villages and communities about the hope that we do have in Jesus Christ. And if you haven't accepted Jesus or you're not sure, please do speak to someone after, speak to me or someone else uh, afterwards, because it is really, really important that you just know, you know Jesus personally as your saviour and you know in your heart 
his presence and you know that you're going to heaven. So we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name.